bedtime bar stories on the spot at the bar. Impromptu, that's how we do. Hello, 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 darlings, and welcome to our Halloween special of Bedtime Bar Stories. Do I have a treat for you today? Some terrifyingly funny comedians sharing their hangover horror stories, including our very own Joe Bartnick, you remember Joe, along with fellow funny men Mark Christopher. Steve Lamb, Freddie Finnerty, and David Sadman. Oh, and a special thank you to David for hosting us at his fabulous new comedy club, the Sadman Comedy Cafe in Boca Raton, Florida. It is fabulous there. But before that treat, a cocktail, because as you know, on Bedtime Bar Stories, every story is poured with a drink. And fittingly for Halloween, This week's cocktail is going to help you ward off all those evil little spirits. Well, the kind that comes in a bottle, of course. (laughs) It's called Black Magic Elixir. And here's how you create this fabulous potion. It is ever so scrumptious, by the way. First, a cauldron of ice. Or just a simple glass will do. (laughs) Then... Pour in a large shot of gin, preferably indigo empress gin, which has a wonderfully mysterious purple color. Then for your mixer, fill to the top with a can of anti-elixir before garnishing with a sprig of rosemary. Oh, that sounds delightful. If you don't have anti-elixir, you can always mix with lemonade and blue carousel. And if you don't know about anti-elixir yet, It's an incredible hangover solution. And you can find out about it if you visit antielixir.com. That is amazing. You should definitely always have some anti-elixir on hand. Anyway, this cocktail is a perfect way to make sure it's your Halloween. That's one hell of a story rather than your hangover. Now, before we begin, a word of warning. There are a few things more horrifying than what we did when we were young and reckless. If you like your humor close to the bone, shocking, and with a dark twist, this one's for you. But remember, this episode is not for the faint-hearted, so enter at your own risk. You're in, char- you're in charge. Hey, people, how are you? We are back, and we have a surprise for you on this episode. I have the pleasure of sitting here with some amazing comics. They're fantastic comedians. They travel all over the country, and we are going to sit here and talk about their lives, their crazy stories, their especially their hangover stories for our Halloween hangover horror stories. But anyway, nevertheless, we are here today, and I'm so pleased that they were able to join us. And we're just actually sitting here right now. I'm here with Joe Bartnick. You guys remember Joe Bartnick. He was with us before on his own episode. He was phenomenal, and we welcome him back. Thanks for having me, Gina. And I'm so happy to be here at Sad Man's Comedy Cafe. 
with the great David Sadman. Yes, Thank yes. You. He's got the best T-shirts and logos in comedy. And if you go see him, he has the best sport jackets in comedy. Okay. You know it's a show. You know, you've seen his sport coats. I'm, I'm you, pretty you, sure you, I have. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can, yeah. see, him from, you can see him from outer space. <laughs> and we were talking about them, weren't we? We were just talking about them, about the logo. Yeah. Well, yeah, we were talking about the logo and uh, what Joe is talking about. with the. I, I try to keep it interesting on stage. Um, by wearing some some nifty sports jackets because I, I I normally host uh, most of my shows that I produce so um, I, I feel like the host should look a little schnazzy yeah so, definitely yeah, for sure should stand out just a tad yeah <laughs> so yeah. tell us about this logo we were just talking about why you use the red oh yeah there's a lot of red in our logo um, it's mm -hmm. on the uh, there's um, for, for those who, who can't see because we're doing audio here yes. it's a it's a, a a laughing face the guy's wearing a, a a baseball cap which is red and he's got his mouth open in laughter and you can see his red tongue so <laughs> that's awesome so uh yeah so there's a lot of red and why red uh just to bring out the rage in people because uh that's a good uh, way of putting it bring out the rage in people yeah, yeah. you're wearing beautiful red like that, I yes. think it's more like orangey, you know. It kinda, is, it's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. October, you know. It is like orangey, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I can't see. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. It is red with sunglasses on. <laughs> 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 that explains the rage. So, right. right, exactly. So, tell me a little bit about how you started, why you started, and what brought this on. By the way, we're in a new place, people. It's fantastic. You just recently opened, correct? Yes, Ed Man Comedy Cafe here in East Boca. Uh, in Royal Palm Plaza. So come on by. We uh, serve coffee uh, during the day, like Starbucks. And then we are uh, doing comedy shows. We're just getting off the ground, so we're doing them on the weekends, and we hope to expand our um, calendar nice. and, and have some shows. But you can follow us on social media, Sad Man Comedy Productions, um, on Instagram, and um, David Sadman on Facebook. And you'll see our shows posted. Okay, yeah. excellent. I'm sure we have a lot. I will be here beginning of next year. So awesome. pack it out, all you Boca people. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. We got people coming out to see you on Thursday as well. It, it, another sad man production. Yeah, okay. He only brings the best. Of course. Yeah, we'll be at the Beer Garden, which is uh, a block from here. And it's a great venue. They got a huge stage, great venue, great food, drinks. Uh, like they, they do. Have, I like the Beer Garden. Yeah, they got like 100 beers on tap. Do they now? And they just put a new system in place, and those beers are ice cold. So, yeah. yeah. Which everyone loves. Okay. But awesome. that's going to be a special start to the new year when you've got the great Joe Bartnick packed in at the Sadman Comedy Cafe. Yeah, it is, yeah. It is, yeah. You know what I love about Sadman's Comedy Cafe? is It really is like a New York comedy club. That's right. It's small yep. and dark, and you feel like you're going to get a little nasty. <laughs> and, 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 I, and I love it, you a know. Little and, nasty. And a little, you know, you can hear some things you might not hear yeah. in Boca. Yeah, you in know? Boca. <laughs> exactly. But then in the day, you want to come and, have, and you want to come and sit and have a cup of coffee with a nice young lady or a confused young man. That's a David Tell joke. Um, you can you can <laughs> sit here and it's nice and bright. You know, it's not like you're in a dingy. It's like. It, it, it's a beautiful place. It really is. I love the chandeliers and lovely little chandeliers all around. It's just perfect. It's not overkill. I like the black brick wall. Is that a parrot or a macaw? 
What is it? That's, that's for the folks who can't see. There's no bird. <laughs> there's no bird in Sadman's Comedy Cafe. I love the it. The theater of the mind with Mark Nato. Yes. <laughs> yes. The king of lies. May I introduce Mr. Oh, yes. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, to backtrack. Yeah. Yep. We'll edit that out. That would be uh, so I'm, I'm sitting here next to one of my great friends, mm -hmm. uh, who he is the Jason Bourne of comedy. Mm. He started in San Francisco under the name Mark Nadeau. Mark Nadeau. Which may be his real name, maybe not. Then he disappears, goes to Chicago, gets a law degree, goes to New York, becomes a lawyer, disappears again, goes uh, scuba diving in the Philippines and over there and all those other countries I don't know. Pronounce where they're at. All, 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 all three of the other ones. <laughs> Doesn't get eaten by a shark. Doesn't get eaten by a shark. Comes back, reappears as Mark Christopher as a comic down in Daytona or Daytona in Boca. Uh -huh. And then what's so funny is I'm getting, and uh, friends of mine are like, who's this Mark Christopher? I keep getting. A uh, friend request from <laughs> it's Nado. <laughs> he surfaced again, <laughs> and that that doesn't clarify it for them. I still don't get the acceptance, but anyway, but they do know you that. <laughs> they know me all too well. Joe Hardy does what he can. Oh, that's funny. Okay, it's, it, 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 a very a very fun thing too about Mister Nado is he worked in my, my favorite thing. It's like. He worked at the company that has this, the greatest invention of all time, TiVo. He was like a founding person at TiVo. Oh. And when he left, he took like 10 with him and he gave me one of them. And I had the, like the first TiVo of anyone in the world. And I'm with Magical and, and, and our Al Magical. Al, Al Magical and our wives are friends. And we're like, my wife made a big brunch. The game was like in the middle of the game. I'm like, we'll just stop the game and eat lunch. And, and he's like, you can stop the game. I go, yeah, you can stop the game. It was, it was like, <laughs> it was like Houdini. Like, what are you doing here? So Joe has now outed me to my clients and, oh, confessed, and confessed to the theft of oh, yeah. to my former employer. Let me see if I can ruin Freddy's life. He's my lawyer. So there has to be a, is it like 25 years or something? Yeah, the statute of limitations, I think, has passed on, on, on the theft on of the, the TiVo device. TiVo. But no, no, I, I wholeheartedly <laughs> endorse everything that was true and doubly so all the lies he just told for me. Joe Barney, thank you. Wonderful introduction. <laughs> Can I go to introduce? Yes, and so, you can introduce Freddie for us. So uh, this is. Who I'm meeting for the first time. Right. This is a, we're, nice we're joined by another nice uh, fantastic Florida yeah. comedian uh, named Freddie Finnerty, who uh, fans of Kill Tony might have heard uh, Freddie's voice, recognized his voice from his star turn on Kill Tony about what year and a half ago? Year and a half, maybe two years. Something like that. Something uh, like hilarious that. dude, uh, younger comic, but but very very seasoned. Got a very very dry persona. Um, everybody loves him. Also, uh, a very accomplished chef. So really? uh, yes, and um, I'm I'm sure he's stolen lots of stuff and disappointed lots of people. <laughs> like, and has worn out for him in in the Philippines oh, plus so many good. other countries. So probably like five times a week. Yeah, Freddie Freddie Finnerty. Thank you. Freddie Finnerty. So we have quite the the roundup, the lineup here tonight. Yes. That's wonderful. Mm. Okay, so this is what we're going to do today, guys. What mm. we want to do is we want to hear on bedtime bar stories 
some of your, okay, any crazy story will do, but we really want to focus on, which I'm sure we have, our um, hangover horror stories. Do we have any hangover horror stories that we can share for our Halloween horror episode? Did you tell them? I told Mark. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I told Nadine, but Nadine is not here. But I mean, it, I mean, Dave, and if you want to think about I mean, it and tell me a different Dave's story, had, Dave, Dave's had a few drinks this time. I'm sure he's. I mean, we're all. I mean, we're. <laughs> I mean, it's not that you want to admit to. I mean, we're, I mean, we're I don't think. I don't, I don't think you need like a week and a half to think of a hangover story. The tough part is finding a precedent and not going too high too quick. Uh, okay. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, say, well, who would like to start? For the second round. Exactly, okay. yeah. That doesn't have to be horror, uh, no. hangover on Halloween. No. no. Oh, no, not on Halloween. Okay. We're just having this oh. episode. We're just doing this, and we're calling it our Halloween I actually, horror I, I, story. I, I actually, any hangover story. I actually yeah. hate Halloween. I, I remember <laughs> being in New York on Halloween and forgetting it was Halloween, and I'm thinking, God, I love this city. Like, oh, they're dressed up for Halloween. Like, that's not the way they dress every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't you tell me that you had an accident? I was, yeah, I was in, well, I, I, I should say, I, what, I, what I do like about Halloween now is I like sit outside with my dogs and give them candy to all the kids and see them come up and say, please and thank you and you meet their parents. But I hate Halloween because I was a, 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 like a, a, a 17-year-old drunk chick T-boned me and my buddy on Halloween and I had to be like, like not, I, they did Jaws of Life, they pulled me out of the, out of the car. Oh my God. And, uh, and it was right, and it was I was dressed up as a nurse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I went to the hospital as a nurse. I don't remember really any of this. I really woke up when they said they were going to have to go through my anus to do a check. Yeah. And I literally freaked out. And they had to have like two motorcycle cops holding me down. Oh my <laughs> I didn't think of my ass. <laughs> it was, I, thought, I thought there was only one cop in the village people. <laughs> so, so two motorcycle cops holding down a 240 pound male nurse. Yeah, because I was just, oh my God. they had me strapped up and they were going, we got to go through this. And I'm like, no, no. Like, just, you know, I was like, Franken, stuck yeah. on the table, just like freaking out. Like, you're not. Set a give. Resist the medical treatment. Isn't that usually proof that you don't need the medical treatment? Like, well, they thought I had internal bleeding because I was right. crushed. That was oh actually. My God. Was, oh, that's at, horrible. At, actually, it was Ooh. Fred Orlines, Freddie O's, and Fred's. Like, I've never heard someone scream. I, I've never heard a scream like that. But right. I just, I just saw the lights of the car right, like there, and I, it was so much impact. I was so big then that I, like dented the car from the inside out. Like, oh I, like I, yeah, like it was both ways. And then Fred had like a hundred Grateful Dead tapes and that, that were incinerated, like just dust that saved my life, basically. Like if, like if they weren't there, like I would have been like, whatever they, they How apropos Grateful, like not to be dead. I've given Jerry Garcia enough of my brain cells that, yeah. <laughs> Jesus, oh my God. But uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that's my- A tough that, situation. Yeah, but, yeah, so I, and I didn't sue her or nothing. I'm like, oh, she's 17. Everybody makes mistakes. Nice. I think that's why I have a good karma most of the time. Ooh. Like, like on the freeway yesterday. Oh my God, this chick, this lady, her hubcap came out. She stopped in the middle of the freeway. She stopped on the freeway, and I know what that's like. Is my Cadillac in stuck. the middle of the freeway? Yeah, my Cadillac broke down four times, five times on the 134. Just stopped in the middle. Oh my. God. And I, at least I was in the Cadillac. I was sitting there like. 
froze it and just creeped over, creeped over, creeped over down the side of the road. She got in like six lanes. She got out of the car. She got out of the car looking for her hubcap. Oh my god! It was like <laughs> she's not well, not smart. <laughs> no, she's not a well trucker well. finally just pulled the stop, like and just be like there, like just to like make it like. And, and unloaded an entire truckload of Grateful Dead tapes. Yeah. <laughs> to from oncoming traffic. I thought you were going to say hubcaps. Yeah, hubcaps. No one ever talked about any of their hangovers. I mean, what, what? Well, that's what I was hoping that somebody would bring that up. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll start okay. out with I'll start with the hangovers. I'll start out with hangovers. Okay. It is a comic thing too. Okay. So, um, I used and it was kind of like stopped me from drinking a lot. Was like four weekends in a row. Every oh, every show I did with Lisa Lampanelli, my rider was uh, was uh, like four cokes, four waters, and a bottle of Crown Royal. Oh. And I would usually I would always what? Crown, Crown Royal. Royal. Crown Royal. And yeah. I would usually drink the whole bottle, and it made go off for a beer or two afterwards. Right. But I, was, <laughs> but I would drink the whole bottle. <laughs> uh-huh. So somehow this night I drank the whole bottle, and then went over and had like I don't know, like five or six. This is in Phoenix, Arizona. And drank like five or six more drinks over because I walked to the, the comedy club in Phoenix. She was playing the theater. And they go, Oh, you want to do a guest set? Do a guest set. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, sure. And then I sat there and I'm like, I'm fucked up. Like, no, I'm not going on stage. <laughs> so, it's not you ever said that. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. I don't get fucked up before I go on stage. I'll, have, like, a, I'll have a little buzz, but now I respect No, but I'm I respect- saying that you, you're not going on stage. You will always go on stage. Is what I'm saying. No, not if I'm not, not like not if I'm wearing shorts or not if I don't want to do it or if it's like you know. No, but if you're scheduled to go on stage. Oh, if I'm scheduled to go on stage, yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, I'll do the show. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why I, 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 I responsibility I say I, I, I do. So somehow I made it back to my hotel and I was on the roof of my hotel. Oh no. Doing just smoking weed. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm on the roof. And, and and I look up and you know how Phoenix has two skylines? Possibly. Phoenix has kind of has like two downtown okay. looking situations. Okay. I woke up and I was I was so fucked up that I thought that I got fucked up in Long Beach the night before and I was and I missed the whole shows. I oh. thought I just missed the shows. Like Holy fuck! I missed the show. I'm, I'm in Long Beach. I'm like, fuck. And then I'm like, oh no, this is this is Phoenix. I'm like, okay. I go down to my room. I get I get and the elevator doesn't work. Somehow I walked up six flights six flights of stairs. I get down to the elevator. I get down to my room, and I'm you know it's like 115 degrees in Phoenix. So I have no hydration. So as soon as I lay in bed, it goes stretch. And you know, both my calves Charlie went horses. like, oh, it was like, ah, like forever. it was horrible. So then whatever, so then, and it's like before Uber. So I was, I was going to get a cab to go to the airport. So the next morning, and this is like, you couldn't, it was, it was when weed was really still illegal. I had these two fat joints these fans gave me. Oh, Lord. So I'm down there, and I go, uh, so I, 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 go, I, I get down there, and it's like 115 degrees, and I'm just like, fuck. And I looked at, I turned to the chick at the front desk, and I, I, I go, 
looks like bigger do you want these and she goes <laughs> yes and i then just sitting on the like i was just in the lobby just like done wow. and she comes out with two like big gulps of just ice water she goes she knew. it looks like you need these yeah she and knew. i go yes and this is the truth so i flew back to la captain came and got me because i had my car in long beach because we came from long beach on 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 on, on the limo with, with lampanelli he goes he goes he goes we're gonna go drink and i go dude i'm fucking i'm fucking done today monday night shay took me to the dodgers phillies game i didn't want to drink there he's like you want to have a beer i go dude i think i'm still hung over from fucking saturday oh and God. you guys and you guys know i can drink <laughs> like You're right and that really was kind of like you know what like that, and I threw up like four Saturdays in a row where I'm tipping the made a hundred bucks. Oh my god! Where I'm just like, you I'm like, you know what? I'm like in in my mid forties. I got a kid. I just shouldn't drink that much anymore. And every now and then, I still drink a lot. But I, I'm like, even like last night, we drank a bunch. But I wasn't like I just under under control. Anyway, my, I don't know if that's a hangover story. That's a oh, hangover. Oh, 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 oh. That's a horror story. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you just seen that, if you didn't how much pain I was in when I've been like. Like, oh, thank God I'm in my bed in the air conditioning. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. That's rough. That is so rough. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That was an awesome story. <laughs> I, knew, like, I woke up and I'm like, I was like, holy shit. I missed fucking Phoenix. Like, I'm still in bed. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, that's and, quite a story. Because even the lady upstairs, even the lady, she goes, how'd you get on that room? Like, she gives the elevators out. And I'm like... I guess I walked up the stairs. I, I didn't even. Yeah, you were tore up. That's one of the. When you get up and, and then you can ask God. It's like, hey, can you show me the tape of this one thing that happened? I really don't know how it happened. I want to see. I'm like, oh, God. The crane? Really? You know? No, that's like when. That's like they always say, Barney's got to. This is another day in the life of Barney. Like, I get so many stories. Like how I, when I was nude in the lobby of the hotel in Detroit a couple of years ago. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> you want to hear that one too? I guess. Then you guys, then you guys talk. Yes. Hi. We got someone here. Hi. Steve Lamb. Steve Lamb. Another comedian. Yeah, another comedian. Wonderful. Yeah, another Welcome. Guys talk. Yes. Oh, yes. How are you? I'm Hi. Nice to meet Steve. you. Gina. 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 Nice to meet you. And you're Steve. Nice. Right. So what we're doing here is we're just you know hanging out and just telling stories. There's no rhyme or reason. We're just chilling and all right. You know, hearing different. Right now, hangover stories, drinking stories. Oh, I haven't had one of those in a while. <laughs> you have some story. good ones, though. I think story. I remember those. Yeah. <laughs> are, we re- are we doing our thing now? Yeah, we're yeah. Oh, right hi. Yeah, yeah, he's got a, a little mic I on never saw and... an elbow mic. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's directed right at me. Yeah. So very well covered. It picks up great sound. So we, do, we don't do any visual. We do audio. Okay. And... Um, podcast is called bedtime bar stories and we just usually go out in a bar or somewhere and just you know eat drink be merry and just hear right. stories well, catch, let, me, let me catch up because i have to think now <laughs> Thank i you wasn't prepared <laughs> so we're gonna get a cup of coffee though oh yeah. those are up front you'll excuse me i'll be right back yeah. <laughs> anybody want anything i'm good thank you i have water thank you so I know it may seem kind of odd to you, but we this is really what we do, and, and people, believe it or not, they love these stories that we come, because they're just natural 
everyday stories. This was sad man. Sad man. Sad man. Yeah. Tell us a story, please. Well, I, I, I mean, I've, I, I've had my my share of of hangovers, but um, the one that comes to mind right now, I grew up in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn. Okay. Which is where they filmed Saturday Night Fever. Yes. Okay. And Bay Ridge. Yeah, Bay Ridge in the house. <laughs> and um, it, the other thing it, Bay Ridge was famous for was that it was um, in the Guinness Book of World Records for the most bars in a neighborhood. Really? Yeah, for many years consecutively. So we had more bars um, and churches in our neighborhood than uh, I guess anybody. And so I gr we grew up in that environment. Um, and by the time I was 17, I, I was, um, you know, faking my age so that I could serve alcohol. Like we all did. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, uh, I was working at a restaurant and uh, the wait staff, we went, we would leave our job and then go down the block and spend all our money drinking every night. It was the dumbest thing, dumbest system. Right. But it was fun, wasn't it? Well, led us here today, so, yeah. to, so I could tell you this story. Right. <laughs> so we're um, we're getting drunk, and again, I'm 17 years old, but I've already been drinking for a while um, because of the atmosphere I grew up in. And um, one of the other guys on staff, uh, one of the other waiters, had a toothache that day, and I know he was carrying some ambisol to. So I had wisecracked him a few times, and when I went to the bathroom, he put some ambisol in my drink. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> I might have deserved it, but I got some good shots in on him, and so I go and I take a couple of swigs of my of my cocktail, and I'm like, "What is different about my drink?" And everyone's snickering. And then he puts the ambisol out on the table, and I realize what an asshole. You know, right. my mouth is now numb. And could you even talk, right? I, I, I did do that. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I started to feel a little extra nauseous. Oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, it wasn't pleasant, and it just got funnier to them. I went outside, and I remember I leaned on a. Um, uh, a, a parking meter put my arm up on a parking meter and i and i did i i um got sick. yeah i got sick i vomited and i it was amazing i felt like a million bucks afterwards yeah i, felt like a, I was like that was uh, that was very good i went back in and had more cocktails um did you get sick again no nope. no it was it almost as if the ambisol was like a good thing like it, it gives you like a second wind your teeth didn't hurt. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, it was blinging. I went, so uh, we went till about 4 a.m. because that's what New York does. Um, and then when I woke up the next day, I realized I had a uh, lunch shift and I had to be there at 1030. So uh, I just put the same clothes back on and went back in and we had to set up for a wedding that day. Oh. Yeah. And we had this roll up dance floor and it just looked like a big yodel. I mean, it was about, I don't know least 200 pounds and we had to carry this thing and i was just nauseous and i was you know we got no sleep or anything mm. um and we went through the wedding i worked a double that day oh my God. and i i vowed i'm not going to be drinking again and that night i was back out there drinking and we had another great night so it really isn't a horror story it's actually a success story right Hell yeah. Yeah, it <laughs> that you made it through the double 
He got through the ambisol. I felt like a million bucks by the end of the day. I guess the the the, the, the moral of the story here is that at that age, the the um, uh, the what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Um, rebound. Tolerance. The rebound, rebound is so amazing. Yeah. If I were to get a fraction of that drunk today, oh, yeah. I, I'm I'm done for a, a good three days. Oh yeah, we're hospitalized. Yeah, I'm 54 <laughs> years old now. But I remember I was, at 17 years old, I was I was drinking again that night, and the night after that, and the night after that, and it's just um, wow. Thank God I got married. <laughs> Did that help? <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, she reeled that shit in. She reeled it right oh, yeah. in. Like, Enough of that nonsense. Oh my God! Well, that's an awesome yeah, story. The Ambisol yeah. story. The Ambisol story. He's, he's an asshole. Uh, <laughs> what was his name? Uh, you still say it? No. Is that? It was, uh, I'm going to drop a name here. Okay, this was Kenny Cavendish. He did that to me. Night falls. Fucking Kenny. Uh, yeah, Kenny. Fucking Cavendish. I called him Cavendish. That's why he did it. Hey and uh, yeah. I was like, ah, Kevin Douche. I went to the bathroom. Kevin Douche put it in my drink, and he had the last laugh. Oh, my God. Well, thank you for sharing oh, that. Thank you for allowing me to that share one. that. Is everybody else heard? This is quick. So I was, um, Joe mentioned, I, I, one of my Jason Bourne things, I was working on scuba diving boats, and I was working on a boat in Indonesia, and uh, I would have to take, you know, people out like a dive master on, on, on these dives. And we had had a very long night. One cruise ended the night before and the next cruise began the next day. We had been partying with the last guests before they got off the boat. So I had to leave this dive and I was not feeling great. And I realized at about 60 feet of water that, yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, it's not, it's not all going to stay down. So luckily, like, yeah, I, I, luckily I had like five people with me, but like they were taking pictures and stuff. Did you have an oxygen tank on? Yeah. Yeah. I had my cylinder on. I could, I could breathe. So, and you can do, do that right through the regulator, which will factor into the story in just a second. So, so luckily I like found this like cool fish, this kind of rare, like it's called a leaf fish. And everybody was looking at that. So I'm like, Hey, everybody check. And I just like, I, I went around the corner right, and just like, yeah, just puked right through my regulator. Oh my God. And the nice thing, well, what the nice thing is when that happens, all of the tropical fish come. So as soon as they were done with that, I'm like, hey, guys, come around here. Look at that. And there's this huge cloud of these brilliant travel. I'm like, oh my God, that's amazing. We have the best, we have the best dive guide ever. He knows where all the fish are. I'm like, yeah. He knows exactly. This guy knows where all the good fish are. He knows where all the fish are. Exactly. Wait till the end of the week when he's got dysentery. Yeah. Then you'll really see something. Anyway, that, that's the, that's the, yeah. That's a great story. Fed, fed, fed the fish. No, nobody was the wise. Chumming the water. Chumming the water. Hey, look, anything for my guests. All right. By the way, that always worked on the party boats. When we went fishing in the morning, like early morning on a Saturday. There's yeah. always hungover people puking over the side. Oh, yeah. And the f- kingfish are coming over. You name it. Oh, absolutely. I've been down there. There were like a guest, you know, someone who. I never imagine doing it through your man. Well, someone who doesn't know that you can do that will be down there and you're in like 80 feet of water and they feel that coming on and they think they're going to die. Yeah. And they start to like, which they are going to die out. if they try to go up to the surface. Oh, right. and, and you have to grab them and try to explain to them just with eye contact. Like you can just. Go right through you it. Compute. Yeah, watch, watch me. Be fine. Yeah. Watch me. Let's do it together. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like teachable oh, moment. Yeah, yeah. It's like should should have been part of my briefing. You know. Oh my goodness. Anyway, anyway that's enough of that.
Would you like? Would you like? Shall I pass the? Ambassador, right? Let's try to keep. Oh, I'm sure Steve's got a good one. I don't know if I have a hangover story necessarily. It's a. I was just thinking of the. I was. It was around here. Well, can you first of all tell us a little bit about who you are? I mean, everybody. Well, I don't know if I want to tell a good story after I tell you who I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe I'll change the names of the people. Okay, I'm Steve Lamb. Uh -huh. uh, I'm a comedian. I live here in Boca, okay. and uh, I haven't drank in. Uh, I didn't drink for about twelve years. And then last year, this time we went to Nashville, and I decided to start drinking again after twelve years because I was missing out, I think, on something. And um, I drank too much in about two months, and I stopped drinking again after two months. I don't drink still, but I smoke a lot of weed. Okay. And uh, <laughs> my, my, back in the I, the story I have is from it's a dumb it's a dumb get away from the cop story when you drink too much, you know when you drink drunk driving kind of bullshit. Um, here in Boca, back in the eighties, oh, I worked for a, a restaurant that was owned by the mayor of the town, uh. Dirty Mo's. Heard of that. Okay, Dirty yes. Mo's. I was a shucker. I was an oyster shucker. I was a bartender. I was a. Uh, I made coleslaw. Twenty pounds at a time. In, in I bus know, buckets. Right? I mean, with my arms, I made. Yeah, coleslaw. yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Dirty Mo's. Dirty Mo's. It was owned by the mayor of Boca, Mo Danceu. Okay. So I'm 17 years old. I'm coming down to go to college of Boca Raton. I'm like, my dad's like, okay, here's a hundred dollars a month to live on. So I'm like, well, I guess I got to find some job because I need some money. Um, and I went and got a job there. So I'm working for the mayor. I didn't think about it any other way, but I had a full red beard. I started growing a beard and I used to drink at Moe's because nobody ever asked me how old I was at night. And not all the, all the bouncers and bartenders from every other bar came to Moe's. So everybody thought I was beige. That's how I got started as well. A hundred percent. You work in one place, you can work drinking all anywhere. Anywhere. Yeah. And I was, I'm 17, 18. I got a red beard. I look, I'm pasty. I'm a pale white son of a bitch. And uh, I get hammered at Moe's one night and I jump in my car and I tear ass up to what is now Meisner Park. It used to be the Boca Mall. Okay. There's a place called the Dive Bar I used to hang out at in the Boca Mall. So I jump off at Spanish River Boulevard, make a head to Federal hammered balls in my Honda Accord with a bong in my handbrake, okay? I got a bong in my handbrake, like a foot and a half bong, in my trunk, everything I own is in my trunk. And I look behind me, there's two cops pulling me over. Two Boca cops. So I'm like, I'm dead if I pull, this is 1987, so a bong was not cool to have in your, anywhere near you. So I pull over, I jump out of the car, which is of course where they shoot you. You're not supposed to, you're supposed to stay in the car. I jump out of the car, run to my trunk, and I'm hammered. And I smell like fish, and I'm wearing a dirty red, dirty Mo shirt. It's filthy. You know, I'm just, I, I'm literally hammered going to another bar as my, in my clothes. And they're like, what? You know, you're going seven miles an hour tailgating that person in front of you, blah, blah, blah. I go, dude, I'm going to the, I'm going to the dive bar. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> duh. <laughs> what? I go, I'm going to the dive bar. They go, you work for the, you work at Moe's for the mayor? I go, yeah. They go, slow down. <laughs> and they let me go. I got into so much. I was, I, and that's just, I think that same night I was sitting outside the Boca police station, which is right over here in my car. Cause uh, it used to be a Mexican place. It used to be a Mexican place, Acapulco grill, right at the tracks. 
Okay, so I'm outside, not realizing I'm sitting outside my car in front of the police station, smoking a joint by myself. <laughs> and a cop rolls up, slow like the day is long. He's like, windows down, just looking at me as I'm. I'm I go and I'm standing there with it in my hand. He goes, "Get rid of it." <laughs> That's it. And I, I I flick it, and he goes, "Get out of here." And he drive. I don't know what it is, but. It was, 80s. it was the 80s, and I wasn't hurting anybody, hurt. but I was hammered. I couldn't believe he let me drive. I'm sorry I don't have that throw. Oh, I threw up a, remember Club Boca? Anybody hear that long? Yeah. No. Yeah, we all remember Okay, Club, Club Boca, Boca. Dive Bar was, I was at closing, Dive Bar closed. They were the last place in the Boca Mall that would, that sold. So we walked in on the last Club night. Boca? No, no, not Club Boca. Club oh, Boca was, I'm okay. talking about Dive Bar. Oh, okay. So the last night of the Dive Bar, we walk in, they handed us Hard hats and ha- sledgehammers, little sledgehammers, oh. and they open and they said, "Oh, left all the liquor on the counter." And said, "Having fun, guys." We were doing blow on the fucking tables, oh drinking and breaking everything, everything. It's just one of those oh days. But Club Boca, we used to go to Club Boca because we were in college, and you can go to Club Boca, and all the old guys my age now, with gold chains on and a lot of blow, would be there trying to pick up girls from our age. Oh yeah. Um, so we would go there. Because they would get the girls all zooted out, and we get to take them home because they weren't going home with me yeah. back in 1987, right? <laughs> but I remember sitting in Club Boca, and, and I was sitting next to the cigarette machine, you know, the big old cigarette machine, and I was so drunk, and I just remember going like this and vomiting oh <laughs> behind it, just profusely vomiting behind the uh, cigarette. Oh my god! Oh my, just I mean, it felt like for hours. <laughs> And then I got up and like, David, you, you know, you reboot and you, hey, we're going to be vodka tonic, right? Oh, my, my sister did that at my wedding. Thank she's, you. She's a real partner. <laughs> that was great. Oh, that was great. That was, yeah. awesome. that was, awesome. <laughs> that was a comment. It was a couple of Thank you. Brett, Brett, used to be bouncer over at Club Boca. No shit. I'm yeah. sure. I know. I'm sure. He no, he's like a couple years younger than me, though. Yeah. Nice. No, he's, yeah, he's he is, 48, he something like 49. He's close. 50, 51, he just died. Oh, so he's oh a few years younger. He's three years oh. yeah, behind us. We're the same age. Yeah. Interesting. I was definitely, yeah. My sister did that at my wedding. Oh, well? She and, and, and came back. Oh, my God. She's a oh, partner. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a partner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Empties, yeah, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's only happened. Yeah. I've done that like twice in my life. Other than oh, that, like, I throw up and I, and I it usually... Down for the count. Yeah, and, yeah. I, and I, I just thought, oh, we got whatever it takes. <laughs> we're granny I'll never charity. do it again. <laughs> I'll do anything. When you go to court, wear a suit, a tie, and this dirty motion. You get off. We're going to be okay. We're going to be fine. I got out of Tell him you no, make the cold yeah, it's, so, it's over. The story's over. <laughs> that, was just a, that was just a clip. Uh, yeah, I do have up, a story. Turn up the level. We were going to go through this uh, catalog of Canadian beers, which are notorious for having high ABVs. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I got to my friend's house before anybody else. So it's just me and her. And I brought with me a bottle of Bushmills Red Bush whiskey. Bushmills? Yes. And so we played a couple rounds of drinking Jenga beforehand, which is just Jenga. But, like, there's fun stuff on the tile, like accents. Like, you got to do an accent for the whole game. Or a tiny man where you have to take a tiny man off of your cup before you drink. And if you don't, you drink more. It's really conducive for getting fucked up quick. Yeah. So I probably did two or three double whiskeys in two games. So that's either five or six whiskeys before we even touch the Canadian beers. 
And uh, at about two beers in, it got really uh, hit and miss to the point that I was just, I, I was almost blacked out. I remember coming in here and there, but the biggest thing was that uh, it got to the point to where my friends all wanted to go out to Glitch Bar in Fort Lauderdale, which is a an arcade bar. But I was in no, like, shape, or form. shape to go anywhere. <laughs> I was not mobile. I was on the couch dead. And uh, they really wanted to go, so they thought it would be fun if they, like, coaxed me into saying, let's go. And my friend who knows me so well, she's like, Freddie, don't you want to go play skee-ball? <laughs> and I was so into it. I was like, yes, dude. <laughs> let's go play some skee-ball. We didn't go there. We didn't make it. <laughs> we didn't make it. They wanted to. They wanted to like, um, like drag me around, like play weekend at Freddy's. Oh I like God. that. Mm. Yeah, it w- would have been great if they committed, but weekend at Freddy's. He's alive and he's got. He's young. He's alive. He's unconscious, but he's alive. Just schlep him around and take skee ball pictures. <laughs> These are all amazing stories. By by far, my most notable vomiting story. You may even remember this. It was in Ga- in Gaio Belum. You guys know in Gaio Belum, the chocolate mountain and joy. Legendary weed comic. Legend. There's like in the back before there was internet, there was literally six degrees of in Gaio Belum. Like everyone on earth. He was six people away from. He was he was a famous. Uh, he was a big black dude, juggler, um, co- comedian, pot advocate. He, he and he took me everywhere with him. I I was second to legalizing pot next to him as far as like every medical place that have a benefit. He would headline and I'd open for him. And literally the best ever was one time in Berkeley because we're two stoners. Me, me, him, and Jasper. Me, him, and Jasper Red. We, we, we showed up, and they're like, "It's tomorrow." <laughs> and they gave us so much free wind and goodies. And me and Jasper were like, and Jasper has this raspy voice. He's like, "We're in my living room, like oh, I can't. I don't even want to go back." Like, like we're waiting for him to pick us up at like three to get over the bridge. that was in Berkeley, and we're like. We're almost too fucked up to go do the show now. <laughs> it's tomorrow. <laughs> but, <laughs> but so in Gaio, I had this had this huge house, a huge like place in the in the Mich- Valencia Mission part of San Francisco. And he always had these big party, his big Fourth of July party, where he'd grill meat like three hundred dollars worth of meat from like Costco in like nineteen whatever ninety eight. And uh, so he's grilling meat all day, and we were great friends. And so everyone's up there, and he wheels out. He's the, possibly from way, way back. Like his his dad was one of the original Black Panthers. Okay. Like like he, if you look at the historical pictures, like he's like you can see his dad. Interesting. Uh, anyway, so he has all these Oakland connections. He's got the best, and guy always had the best fucking weed. And he would <laughs> we, and he would we, he would wheel out. He would wheel out. A, literally a cart of every of like nine different bongs to pick from. So I'm drinking and smoking all these bongs all day long. And then my girlfriend, who's now my wife, and Jenny Johnson, we're going home. Like, okay, time to go. And we weren't even going home. We were going to my friend's house who we were, I was cat sitting for. Cat sitting. I guess, I guess, I guess. 
that, so yes. So <laughs> no, because it, it'll come about. So then somehow I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. I don't know. I'm using David Telly. I'm time traveling at this point. I'm, I, I think, I don't know where I'm at, but where, I re- where I'm really at is I'm on Ingaios. The whole party's in the house or in the backyard. As I was waiting for the cab, I was in the on the front steps. It's like it, it, it's an inner city house, so they're like the steps of the street. I was just throwing up all over myself, <laughs> so I literally went to a barbecue and woke up at a race riot because Ngayo was hosing me off with a hose, <laughs> a fire, hose. It, yeah, a, 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 a big garden hose, and 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 he was smoking a he's smoking a joint, going like this. Brother, you got to chew your meat. <laughs> and I was literally feeling like chunks of his fucking steak come out of my nose. Oh, that's gnarly. Oh, Brother, you got to chew cut, your meat. Cut to. Now you know why he said that. Yeah. Cut to. Um, uh, from the last episode, if you remember how I, was, how I was in that fight at Kennedy's, and I was afraid of my roommate. Um, getting her amp lost because she could right. kick my ass. Right. So her, my girlfriend and Jenny carried me then to the cab and then carried me up to Joel and Terry's like third floor apartment where we were casting in North beach. So then they stripped me. Yeah, da- so, then, so then, so then they, stri- so then they stripped me. It was just a way to be, get into a nicer apartment. Like Joel and Terry. Had a, had a nice, the word cats. Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, like cats need anything. Yeah. <laughs> they don't care. They don't care if you exist. Yeah, so like, go fuck yourself. I know. For a month, I don't give a shit. But it was a, but it, but it, it was a nice Leave way for me, me to. It was yeah. a, it was a nice way for me to attack Joel and Terry's liquor cabinet for four days. <laughs> and have premium I'm cable. Casting. Like they have HBO. I'm gonna cat sit. <laughs> what do you do? I'm a cat sitter. Oh, <laughs> the easiest job in the world. So, 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 uh, so uh, Jenny and and uh, Tracy, my wife, they stripped me naked, and I was just laying. On like they just 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 be dead there, you know. A couple hours later, Joel and Terry come home from their vacation early. And they, <laughs> yeah, they walk in. <laughs> they walk in and then and they're just like, Yeah, party got a good night. So then I'm slowly waking up and just seeing like everyone drinking and smoking weed around my naked body in the middle of the living room. Just like oh. <laughs> I think I'm going to look into cat sitting. I like it. It sounds like fun. <laughs> they should at least have had someone come in and serve sushi off you. Yeah. Uh, like, class it up a bit. Yeah, that would be... I think that's how it's done. But yes. I'll never forget in Gallo's face. Of, Brother, you got to... He's smoking his joint with his hose. You know the kind of squeeze? Brother, you got to chew your meat. Oh, God. He was, he was booked to do, um, like, a weed-themed show down here, uh like a year ago and I remember some like younger comics got booked on it. And I like reach out. I'm like, you have to, you are now like a made person in the weed comedy circuit. Like, you know, that's a, he writes a column for the Sacramento news, like the regular newspaper, like weekly on weed. He's a fucking man. Guy will be in one. Yeah. I love, I mean, yeah, I love, we love each other. He, I love us. It's always nice to have your friends like gather around you and just act like you're at coffee table or something. (laughs) While you're while you're wallowing in your own like 
you know. Well, nasty. I'm sure you, <laughs> I'm sure you made a much better impression on the house owners for the fact that you've been hosed off earlier. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, at least he's wet. And, and honestly, Joel and Terry probably, probably <laughs> seen me. Joel and Terry probably yeah, seen me like, worse than that. <laughs> yeah, they probably just well. Oh, look, Joe's lost a bit of weight. Yeah. Look, yeah. Yeah. at yeah. least you know we're recycling. Yeah, right? like he's feeding fish. You're feeding. He's animals. looking good. <laughs> right? No, it was all it was all done before I went in. Joel and Terry's. But like I said, Joel and Terry have seen me in worse positions. I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> worse. Well, well, no, everybody acknowledges that. Like, if oh, you're a very good Joe. friend of mine in the San Francisco days, I just uh, yeah. Well, 20 minutes ago, we didn't even think we'd get to a hangover story. And now it's. Oh, I, I, well, that's I, why can't, I, said, I can't stop thinking about you sneezing out flank stick. Yeah, all right. God. It was a medallion or something. Oh, <laughs> I can still God. see it. Oh. Medium rare. You know, they are nice. gonna love these stories. How much did you spend on that steak. Yeah. It just got wasted. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew we would have to prep. I mean, it's like comics and drinking stories. It's like I, I, Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I knew you guys remember I did something. like ten last episode. I'm like, I got a million. I got a million stories. Let, let, let everybody else talk, David. Have is another there, one. Is yeah. there any other stories yeah. that I would love to hear? I mean, if you well, have a moment. Well, it was my 35th birthday. Okay. Right? So, uh, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, so we, we, we hired a band and we had them at the house and we invited a bunch of friends. Some friends flew in from out of town. Mm-hmm. So we're dancing and having a good time. And I, I made this mistake. I, I, it, it was a hybrid party. It wasn't just my 35th birthday. I had gone back to school. And, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, my wife said, you're going to finish the degree. We live right down the street from the university, and I'll sign you up, and everything will be good. And I did. So I, I graduated and uh, my 35th birthday. So I said, all right, I'm going to have a graduation party since it's such a big deal. Right. And she says, we'll go to dinner, invite my family, my parents will come. I go, no. <laughs> We're going to have like a Van Halen style <laughs> backyard party. Like fucking, yeah. I'm a college grad now, you know, right. let's do it. Even though I have three kids, fuck that. Right. So, um, they came, set up the band and I, I, I put this, um, I built this ice sled. Yeah. Where you put the liquor down oh, the sled. Yes, yes. I, I'd seen these things. I don't know where, but I said, that's what the kids are doing. Right. right. So, I, uh, I built that, and we were pouring vodka and scotch and all the liquors down there, and you don't even taste it, right? It's like smooth. It's ice cold. Right. Yeah. And then I, I think I'd also seen the uh, seen movies where they have the uh, the funnel, right? So I'm going, okay, we're going to, I'll have to go to Home Depot and buy a funnel and a hose, all right? And, and, <laughs> and, uh, and, I'll, and I ha- I'll get this big tub, and I'll, I'll make a, I'll chisel out a nice sled. So I'm coming up with all these these great ideas that are stupid, right? Because I I, I had to test them all out, and right. and then I'm on the dance floor, and one of my friends just keeps bringing me shots of vodka, and I'm mindlessly shooting them, and that's the mistake that I always make. I really get sick when I do shots. So yeah, shots are the are the devil. But you could monitor your scotch intake if you're sipping, but shots, they, they do you in. So before you know it, I'm spinning, all right? So they got to pull me out of the pool. Right? <laughs> 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 and my wife is like, okay, it's Betty Bye time. I'm like, why are the people going to admit me? And she said, it's okay, go inside. 
Um, and and I, I did one smart thing. Okay. I anticipated, I said, there's a good chance I'm going to get sick tonight. So my, yeah, in the master bathroom, I bleached the entire toilet top to bottom because I said my face could be on this porcelain later. <laughs> right. I swear. You pre-cleaned the toilet. You were going to puke it. In the, in the unlikely trip, which turned out to be like. I never did. the definition. Yeah. A fucking ADHD. I'm going to reiterate. I'm going to throw up later. I'm going to clean the shit out of the bedroom. Yeah. Yes. 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 Now at 18, I didn't have that kind of foresight. You're a psychopath. But by the time, how many times I put myself on fucking polka dot piss? So I said, I'm 35 years old. Let's just be a little bit more realistic now. I don't want to put on my birthday. I don't want my face on the polka dot piss and pubes. You know, it's bad enough already that I'm throwing up and I might have steak hanging out of my nostrils. That I don't want to have to make bring you know make matters worse. Let me at least have a clean, sterile environment for me to be disgustingly sick, and I did. So they were there to take me. A vomiting experience. Thank you. Yes. Sanitary. Sanitary. Dominating. Right. Experience. Yes. I, I, I had gloves, like I was being tended to by a nurse. No, but I, but I did. I, Who held they your were, hair? Oh, uh, we'll get that to that. Story. So, I love it. Okay, so, so they were ready to take me to another bathroom, and I, and I, I said, no, nah, that the other one, I prepared it. Psycho. Meticulous attention to detail. That Sadman Comedy Cafe, the bathroom to vomit in. Right. In the so. Right, so I went in there and I could still smell the bleach. So I felt comfortable and I put my face right against that porcelain and I threw up a few times and uh, I had gotten out of the pool. And um, so my, my bathing suit was wet. And so my wife took it off. Now I'm laying there naked and she grabs my, my bathrobe, which is uh, on the back of the door. And she, she wraps me in it like, like a baby, <laughs> like a, a swaddling baby. Okay. And my friends kept coming in. Um, throughout the evening, and the lights would flip on. I, I said, leave me here to rest. Right? So, <laughs> I'm laying on the, on the bathroom floor because it's nice and cool against oh my, my face, with naked with the bathrobe on me. And, with the bleach, and, 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 and the beautiful, yeah, the beautiful, fresh-scented bleach. And, and my friends would come in. It felt like every three minutes, but it was probably an hour in between. Because they would wake me up by just flipping every light on in the bathroom. Ah, of course. They would just After flip it on and they would talk about me like I wasn't there. Of course. <laughs> like, can you believe he got sick like this? Do you remember the time he got sick back in 87? Oh my God, that was like the best. And I'm there and I'm cursing at them with as much energy as I can. Because now so I'm going, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Subliminally getting put down. I'm going to fucking kill you. They couldn't hear me. I was like Ant-Man. I had the voice of Ant-Man. And they would just kept talking and drinking. They were like, let me get some more beer. You guys, anybody want anything? They just, <laughs> they were sitting on the edge of the bathtub, continuing to just socialize with me there. Like I, like I was a coffee table. Did anybody drop a deuce? <laughs> no, nobody did that. They were, they were too kind. But, they, but I remember back <laughs> then. Thing, now this is, this is almost 20 years ago. Not everybody had the the camera on their right. phone yet right uh, well, nobody had it thank god well thank no, god. no, no you're wrong one of my douchebag friends okay happened to be a techie guy and he's always ahead of the curve getting the latest technology and i could hear 
I'm a fucking killer. You must die. Uh, they're just <laughs> laughing and laughing. And then the lights would go off. And then I'm like, oh, back to peace. And then they'd come back on again. And it was another crew. They just kept coming they in. They kept coming to check on you. Yeah. At least they were consistent. It's a hot mess. It was. And my wife was like, oh, stop it. <laughs> all right, do it. Because I hate his fucking guts. This is my way of getting even for all this shit. That he does throughout the day that irritates me. Yeah, it's like, in the morning, I was like, honey, how come you didn't stop any of that? She's like, it wasn't me. I mean, it was your friends. I mean, they're real assholes, aren't they? Oh, my goodness. That's hilarious. So that was that. I love that story. The porcelain, the bleach porcelain party. Free cleaning. Yeah. You know what? It it was like, you know, it was predisposed. I was... um, What's what's the term? Jesus Christ, I'm getting so on. Annoying? Yeah, no, close. Uh, it was uh, when you premeditate something. Uh, okay, preconceived. We'll get yeah, something like that. Premonition. No, yeah. it's like a game show, isn't it? What's <laughs> 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 people? Oh, I tell my wife all the time, honey, if we were on it, because she keeps like she tries to be type of spouse that can finish my sentences and she's like way off way off every time i go honey we would definitely lose on that fucking thing it's horrible i don't even know how we're married this long oh that's too funny (laughs) guys you are amazing i love all these stories are crazy funny crazy funny Uh, i I just want to be on the record as thanking david sadman personally for welcoming us to his comics i want to thank freddie and steve and mark and uh I just want to thank you guys for coming out. Thanks for having me. I usually have to wait till like two in the morning. Oh, that was such a blast. I hope you have a fabulous Halloween. Try not to misbehave. <laughs> and if you do, grab an anti-elixir. And if you're in Boca Raton anytime soon and you want to laugh your head off, then you know where to go the Sad Man Comedy Cafe. And in the meantime, I also want to tell you to have a wonderful, happy holiday for the season. And enjoy your friends, enjoy your family. And I look forward to speaking with all of you again in 2024. We'll be back. Ciao for now, my darlings.